We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. I- I'm Neil McCrady. That's Tyler Siski. With you here for another edition of the Big Show. Cole Kubelik will join in a few minutes. We'll uh, talk to him. He's the co-host of McElroy and Kubelik in the morning on WJOX uh, 945 in Birmingham. He's also an ESPN and SEC Network analyst. That's likely where many of you know him from. He's the host of the Cube Show podcast as well. And my friend. He's my friend, too. I mean, he. I mean, y'all are be, really good friends. He should put that in his bio. He should. I covered him in college. I've kept in touch with him since. He's been a guest on. Um, I guess he's been a guest on a couple of our shows. I've got a bunch of popular friends to the Ole Miss people. You know, Hugh Freeze is my friend and Cole Kubelik is my friend. Yeah. My friends are very popular with Ole Miss fans right now. <laughs> I know. I mean. What about the little tweet thing yesterday? I mean, that was wasn't a lot there. Which one? I think Kiffin took it down, but the one. Oh, he took the first one down. The one at Look, if Lane takes one down. Yeah, it was some message. I think. I think. Uh, well, I, I mean, I can list people that I know were like, "Oh God, stop!" I think Uncle Jimmy made it. Uh, exactly. I bet Uncle Jimmy made a phone that's, call. On that that's one. guess number one. That's guess number one. Guess number one. Uncle we, Jimmy said, "Hey, Lane." If you'd said, <laughs> "We surveyed a hundred people." And you're sitting there going, you know, what's it, Family Feud? Yeah. I didn't. Jimmy Sexton. <laughs> Number one answer on the board. 99 people. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll come do the rest of the guesses here. What's uh, the guy's name? Uh, Steve Harvey now. Steve Harvey, yeah. Yeah. Used to be Lenny Dawson, right? Yeah. Well, not Lenny Dawson, Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. And he kissed everybody. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't go over no, too well right now. he couldn't do that now. <laughs> He'd have a rough go in today's world <laughs> yeah. being a game show host. Richard Dawson. Lenny Dawson was the quarterback of the Chiefs. That's right. What if you had Richard Dawson and like Brent Musburger host, <laughs> hosting a game show? <laughs> Welcome to sexual harassment. 
Oh, all, all right. I right. uh, want to tell you, as always, we are brought to you by our friends at uh, Rain Total Body Fuel. 300 milligrams of uh, caffeine. There's no sugar. It's just a game changer. It's a great, great product. They've been uh, great to us throughout uh, throughout the well, it's 39 episodes here. How about that? 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes. Like I said, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn uh, more. All right. Tell the people what else we're going to talk about today, Tyler, while I'm getting uh, ready to call. I uh, got let me text him make sure he knows you're about to call. Oh, okay, cool. So I'll tell you while you're texting. <laughs> we're going we're to talk about the transfer portal. As of this morning... The, and you can't if you're in, at a FBS school, a Power Five, Group of Five school, you can't get in the portal yet. You can announce your intention to get in the portal with Twitter and Instagram and whatnot, but you can't actually get in the portal till December the fifth. If you're at a FCS school like D two or D3. what used to be one double A D two D three, you can go ahead and get in the portal. Also, if you're a grad and you're going to do the grad transfer route, you can get in the portal now. Is that yes, correct? if you're a grad transfer, you can get in now. So as of this morning, according to Tyler's research and contacts, there's more than 2,300 people in the portal. Think about that number for a minute. More than 2,300 people in the portal already, and that's before any Power 5 or Group of 5 players jump in. On Monday, it was twenty three hundred and fifty people at nine thirty. At one sixteen, because I wrote it down, it was twenty five hundred and twenty seven. I mean, it, it's it's a hundred people an hour. Uh, according to uh, according to Tyler's contacts, they're expecting six thousand kids in the portal, players in the portal next week. Have fun, boys. Six thousand. How many of those six thousand will end up finding a home? Every year, well, this is what's gonna be unique is every year they've had the portal, it's been uh right around between sixty two and sixty seven percent have uh been left in the portal. So about a third will find a home usually. Yeah, we'll cover the portal when we get done with coal. I'm always very careful that I don't read the number out loud. <laughs> that would be bad. Would not go over well. Cole would not be happy. Turns out I had that number. Is new one? I had it, yeah. yeah. I need to remind him he's live. Um, he says account blocked. <laughs> you get the right number? Yeah. Got his name on it and everything. This one? Yeah. Yep. Here, I'll give you the this number. And you can just tell him to call it. All right. How about that? And people already know it, so I can repeat it out. It's 662. <laughs> oh no, God. seriously. Hang on. All right. 259-8563. So 6,000 guys in the portal. It's going to be a lot of screw-ups. And I'm starting to wonder if this is the Skype problem that Chase has. We're completely renovating everything we're doing next week. Uh, all the equipment's been ordered. Most of it is in. We're completely redoing the studio. He says it's busy. Yeah, it's we're having. Okay, tell him I'm gonna call him on Facetime audio. Okay. And hopefully this works. I don't know what the problem is. 
Um, it's this is crazy. It's really insane the problems we're having. It's all good. Yeah, it's not good. It's it's frustrating. Control what you can control is what it yep, is. It is. It's just one of those deals. While you're calling him, Jay uh, asked Tyler, does Quick U only focus on high school JUCO kids or do you provide info on portal kids guys as well? I'll answer that in a minute. Jay. Okay. Hello? Cole, how are you? Hey, man, doing well. Appreciate you joining. Uh, real quick, I'm going to make sure people can hear you. I, normally, I use Skype. We're having a Skype issue. We've been yeah, having a no, Skype issue for about two weeks now. We're renovating I, everything we do and getting away from Skype completely. Nothing against Skype, but it's, sure. a, it's a nightmare. Uh, you're live, by the way. Yeah, you're live, by the way. Uh, okay. ta- say, say a few words, and let's see if people can hear Check you. Check one, two, three, four, five. I do have an echo, if that's possible to make that go away. Yeah, let me see if I can make that go away. Uh, also, you guys in the stream, let us know they can't hear him. Yeah, they can't hear him. Um, Cole, I'm going to try to figure it out, and I'll call you back on Skype. Check one, two, three. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm here. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah. All right, while you're figuring that out, I'll answer that question. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we do, obviously, we, we concentrate on high school JUCO guys. Um, that's our number one focus. We do have a way for in our system that the schools can individually uh, put portal guys in our system in their own closed loop. But I can't, on my end, have portal guys in the system. And the main reason is is pretty much every school has a portal board or a portal system inside of our system by themselves. But 95% of the kids on their board aren't in the portal. So uh, if you were a, a client and you looked up and you saw your quarterback was in our system, you would not be very happy with me. So we have to kind of stay clear of that portal stuff in quick, inside quick you. What you thinking over there? Honey? I'm just looking at stuff. Hold on. Just, gotcha. just. Um, we'll get him back on. My man figured it out while he's while he's doing that. We'll talk a little bit about. Um, so, I talked with two schools today, um, and again, they're expecting right now. Even though you have basically, I guess it's twenty five hundred and seventeen, twenty five hundred and twenty seven people in the portal as of today at one sixteen, uh, they are expecting six thousand. Uh, people in the portal are roughly or close to it, and it's going to be um, a major, major issue. Um, the number one issue being this is uh, why, he's, why he's doing that. I got a phone call on Tuesday morning from an FCS uh, head coach that their team is in the playoffs still, and he was very frustrated because they are hosting a playoff game uh, this weekend. Uh, probably the biggest, maybe the biggest game of his career coaching, maybe the biggest game in the school history, hosting a playoff game or a second-round playoff game in the FCS. And he told me, he says, Tyler, here's what's messed up, is I'm supposed to be watching film and getting ready for our opponent, which is the biggest game in probably my career, so on and so forth. And instead, I have eight of my best players uh, are trying to get in the portal um, so they can uh, sign with somebody next week. So, it's really it's not the portal. It's the immediate eligibility has ruined the game. Uh, it's sad, but it is what it is. There's nothing you can't put that genie back in the bottle. Um, been trying to tell people this for years. Nobody wants to listen, and now everybody's going to, have to pay the price for it. They made too many changes too fast, and they're trying to. They, and it's too late now to fix it. They did too many things too fast. They should have implemented some things. They they were there was a rush. 
during COVID, post COVID, um, that summer of 2020, and 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 all of that, it they 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 changed too many things. I'm not saying the changes are bad, but the changes came so quickly that they were unprepared for them. Yeah, they un, the the law of unintended consequences is a real thing, and I mean it's just it's terrible. Uh, talk with, I had another conversation with, I told you this right before we came on. Uh, one of my good friends is a position coach um, in the SEC. Um, and he's worried that come next week, he's not going to have an, they're bowl eligible. They're not going to have enough players at his position to play in the bowl game. So he doesn't know what they're going to do. And it's, I mean, this is a, it's a joke. I mean, what if we're just destroying the game? Um, and the last thing about I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, you're good. I, it, it, I'm, it's frustrating as hell. See, I had to let Chase use my account, Egg Bowl Night. Yeah. And so I guarantee you Skype is thoroughly confused as to where the account is right now. They think you're Brendan's girlfriends. No. It, it, it. <laughs> um, and I can't get in touch with Chase. The uh, – the other thing that's a big problem that a lot of schools are worried about is you have a lot of players that are upset, and this is part of the cultural problem inside locker rooms, is you have a lot of players that have been existing on rosters. So let's say you're the offensive lineman. You've been a two- or three-year starter, but you're not getting any NIL money. And now you got a guy that stinks that you recruited last year. He stinks. He hasn't played a down for you, and he's getting fifty to $100,000 in NIL money to sit on the bench. And the people that are on the team that are playing, some of them aren't getting any money. And so that's creating a lot of chaos. Um, and that's going to lead to a lot of guys getting in the portal. And he said the other thing you'll see is a lot of people going into the portal or shopping around to basically try to force the school's hand to give them some money. So, I mean, it's just the stuff we're going through, or I'm not having to go through it, thank goodness. But it's just it's ridiculous. And we're not even at Monday yet. So, Monday is going to be a complete and utter shit show. Okay, hold on. Just keep talking. I'm, we're, right. we're, I've got him. We're trying to stop. All right. Um, the uh, J. Uh, Thomas said, so will Quick you do a specific case-by-case evaluation for clients for portal guys that is only deliverable to your client? If they ask me to watch a guy, I'll watch a guy um, for them and give them my opinion. Um, I have to do it that way, um, just so you guys know. I have to do it based on who's asking, right? So if Georgia says, you know, because my opinion of the same kid will be different based on where I'm located. So if I'm at Georgia – and looking at a kid, I may not think he's very good, but if Kane calls me from South Alabama about the same kid, I'll be like, yeah, he's really good. So you have to understand who you're actually talking about and uh, what you're doing in order to uh, evaluate those kids. Evan, you talking about pizza ratings? Yeah, I could do a podcast on pizza ratings. I like doing on hamburgers. I'm a hamburger guy. Um. I know y'all probably talked about this morning, the Rose Bowl. They didn't last very long. No, it didn't. I'm, okay, I'm going to try one more time, see if I can get a good word. All right. Here we go. Nope. Nope. Right, I'm going to try something else. Hold on. All right, you're all good. I, I'm on the right path on something. I like it. 
<sighs> it's gonna be okay. Nah, it's just one. Of, it's, I'm, I'm having. It's been one of those weeks, frankly. And yesterday was a really good day, and so I knew. See, it's my it's my thing. It's my life. <laughs> yesterday was a really good day, and so I knew today would suck. And sure enough, good. Uh, yeah, there's some questions. Like, it's impossible for me to have two good days in a row. It's just not. It's like the gods don't allow. Well, you're good. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. Um. Yeah, freezing players, that's the trick, right, is if you if you freeze players' eligibility until the end of the postseason, well, classes start at the other at the other schools uh, early in the um, – in January. So some of these bowl games are going into January. You can't do it. I like that noise. Womp, 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 womp. That's like the Debbie Downer noise. Uh, best burger and pizza in Tuscaloosa. Uh, from Kyle, thanks for the super chat, Kyle. I, ooh, I didn't, get, <laughs> I didn't get out to venture much. All right, best pizza is I know the best pizza. I liked. Uh, help me out here, Kyle. Uh, Brooklyn Pizza, I think, out there on Rice Mine Road. I think it was what it's called, Brooklyn. It was a New York style pizza. I like that uh, burger. I really didn't have a burger that I thought was uh, earth shattering. Um, Handy Andy's here in Oxford is the best burger I've ever had. Uh, that's my style. I like that a lot. Oxford Burger Company. Those are my two go-tos here in town. But uh, Tuscaloosa uh, burgers, I didn't I didn't think anything was earth-shattering. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think the best burger I've ever had. Broadway pizza. That's it, Kyle. Thank you. I think the best burger I've ever had was Al Cheval in Chicago. Best burger? Yeah. But I'm not a person that like compares a lot of burgers. Like burgers are burgers to some degree. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, I like. The, I don't know what it is. I just. I like the. Uh, I like that part. Uh, Austin said, "Hey Tyler Neal, with the playoff expansion announcement today, it got me thinking. Do y'all expect more conference expansion in this off season? Um, I don't." Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I think it's kind of slowed down. If 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 it happens, they've already done it. They're already doing it. Um, you know what I bet this is. Remember what we installed today. Your your boy Cole got me to. <laughs> I bet you money. So I got to figure out how to uninstall that. Just hit uninstall on the, on the app search and uninstall it in the in the uh, downloads. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. I'm I'm down, I'm uninstalling. Oh, I, I was just you. doing what he told me to do. Remember? No. Uh, have not been a new Albany grind. Uh, five guys is really good. I just feel like I need to take out a second mortgage every time I go. I'm not. I'm not excited about paying thirty three dollars for a uh, hamburger. The other thing, by the way, inflation sucks. By the way, I went and bought a candy bar <sighs> to store the other day. Do you know how much I paid for a freaking candy bar? I don't. Three dollars and fifty two cents for a candy bar. For a candy bar, dude. Three dollars and fifty two cents. Why was it so high? I don't know. I asked him if he he rung up the right the right thing. Uh, Rutgers is not a quick you client yet. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> Every time it starts going, I, I pause. Uh, that wasn't it. Let's see here. I know this is shitty podcast. All I right. apologize. This is. It'll be worth it. Though. Never, <laughs> don't, never over. Well, we're running out of time. Never over promise. <laughs> Ever. I got to learn that in dating. This is going to be the worst date of your life. And that way, if she prepares for it that way, and it's just like the second worst date in her life, she goes back and she goes, well, I knew it would suck, 
but it wasn't quite as bad as I anticipated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for something. Oh, Hold on. Good. Just looking for one more thing. All right. Can't do a Zoom. Is anything? I'm just throwing out ideas here. I don't know how to incorporate Zoom gotcha. over here. I mean, I, I could set him up on a Zoom, but I don't know how I'd move the Zoom over. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Would the audio come through? I have no idea. We could try, but I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> BWL asked me, do I have little ankles? I responded to that. Somebody asked me that in, a, in your thing today. Um, I saw this interview. I guess it was, it was Brittany that was at Scuba, and I, I think it was Ryan Brown doing the interview. And it's talking about Hugh Freeze likes to look at the kids' ankles in recruiting. He's not – that's not unique to Hugh. That was something we were taught. I mean, that's old school. I'm talking about, like, that's what they did, like, in the 80s and 90s, and a lot of old, old heads still do that. Uh, that is uh, – that's not unusual. So the thought process behind it is if you have skinny ankles, you're athletic. Um, and you know what? It's not, it's not 100% inaccurate. Grind, who wins SEC Coach of the Year? Um, I'm going with, if I had a vote, man, that's a good question, Grind. Um, I got to go Brian Kelly probably. Probably Brian Kelly, but, man, I mean, Heupel's got to be up there. I think uh, uh, Beamer's got to be up there. I mean, I think that's what you got to. I think a lot of people are going to vote. Um, I mean, you can't. Ignore what – I know everybody expects it because you're at Georgia, but, I mean, dude, Kirby's gone undefeated, you know, in, in the SEC and the league's pr- pretty good. It's first time he's – he may go undefeated in the league and finish fourth in SEC Coach of the Year votes. I don't know what to do. All right. I have no idea what to do. I apologize. No, you're good. It's shitty and sucks, and I realize that. I just don't know what else to do. Do For the you, record, before anybody does the deal where they say Cole checked that, and it's totally on us. Cole answered the call both times. You want to try a Zoom or something to see if the audio come through? I mean, we can give it a shot. Um, I, I'll need an email to send a Zoom to him. All right, I'll text it to you. I don't. I've never done that before, so I don't know how to move it over. Okay, let's just see if the audio shows up. But I don't know how to move it into eCam. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't have any idea it how to do work. that. It won't work. If I put him on my cell on on speaker, that won't. Trust me, you won't be able to hear it, and everybody will lose, lose their minds. <laughs> I'm try, literally trying to think. What, the only, like, Ryan hits you with an unplug and plug it back in. I'm 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 gonna try something. Hold on. I'm, All right. just, I'm looking. Just yeah, I promise you. Uh, Cole is not the one to have cold feet. Cole Cole is my dude. He he he's ready to go. It's not Cole. Yeah. It's it's. Uh, Simmons asked Tyler, "Do you know how these NIL agreements work? Are they mostly handshake oral deals, or do you know if there's ever any pen and paper agreements?" Every place is different based on state laws, yada, yada, yada. Um, by rule of thumb, it is a pen and paper deal. Let's say if you're, if you're, if you have, uh, and a lot of people are structuring them like this, 
hey, we're going to give you, say, $100,000 this year. Well, they're not just cutting you a check for hundred grand. It's usually they're guaranteeing $50,000 and another $50,000 in work uh, to come with that. So every state's different, though. It's going to work this time. I got a feeling. I don't know what you're basing that on. I just, I'm feeling good vibes, man. I'm trying to find a way to send him an ECAM invite, and I'm, I, I don't know how to do it. It's, I'm having to do stuff I've never done before, and so it's just. Chase that rancher? Yeah, he's been, Chase is trying to help me. Gotcha. But he had the same, we're, we're, everything we've tried to troubleshoot hasn't worked. Saquon Barkley says no to skinny ankles. That's good, triple mask. All right. Uh, how are schools going to know a kid is truthful and what another school is offering him? They don't. You, I mean, you have to. It's the same thing in recruiting, right? It's been like that. This stuff's been going on for a long time. I mean, it's in, NIL is not new to coaches. It's just called NIL now. Um, Keep answering some questions. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm troubleshooting the hell out of this. Do coaches have agreement? This is from. Uh, Okay, GC, Kiv, Reb, do coaches have any agreements in their agent contracts not to openly discuss job openings, potential moves publicly? Uh, would think an agent would want it addressed to help maintain leverage. Yeah, agents have all the leverage. They know everything that goes on, so they can move, maneuver and function. There's not any kind of uh, really agreement there um, as far as that. The, I mean, it's pretty much they're going to represent you. They keep things quiet. And the last part is you're going to give them 3% of your salary. Uh, that's, uh, that's usually how that, how that works, but, uh, agents know what's, what goes on. They have all their relationships with the ADs. Um, you know, they talk and a lot of this time, a lot of this stuff where I haven't talked to a coach or I haven't talked to a school. No, they're not, they're not going to discuss those things, uh, because the agents are. So the coach has deniability and everything. So coaches can always say, I never talked to them or never did this because the agent did it on their behalf. That's just that's really worth all the money. That's worth three percent. Hell, it's worth ten percent. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's a hot dog. I never understood that argument, by the way. Hot dog a sandwich. It's a hot dog a sandwich, Neil. Um. No, because the the. Bread's connected, right? I don't know. I've never, I'll be honest with you, that's like the great debate that I have no interest in. Yeah. Austin, that's a good question. Uh, hey, Tyler, question, what, what is life like for you in bowl prep week when you were in coaching? Well, um, get an email address. I'm I gonna, got one. I'm going I'm to try. I'm, we're going to give it a shot. <clears throat> I'm going to ask you in just a second, boss. All right, here you go. It's uh, it's that first part. It just sk- he skipped a space, so it says. Gotcha. Got it. Um, bowl prep and uh, getting ready. For, it depends on when your bowl is one, um, and what you're playing for. You know, at Alabama, it's serious. It's not a joke. It's a lot. I mean, it's just like, I mean, you're getting ready for a game for a long time. Uh, a lot of game prep and serious when you're playing for not a lot of anything. Um give young guys reps and things like that. And just at the very end, before you break for holidays, you put your game plan in, let your starters get a couple reps, and then pick up the the true game week at the bowl site. So everybody, depending on what you're playing with and all that stuff. 
um, that would uh, that dictates what you're going to email. Sorry, guys. This is totally my fault. I mean, I guess I don't know. That's not really your it's fault. It's just is what it is. Okay. Um, how much to come to Auburn? Hugh Fries. That's 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 original. <laughs> he knows the answer. <laughs> uh. Tyler, what do you think it's going to take for limitations to be placed on NIL? Like, will there have to be a certain event or something that happens where the NCAA says, okay, we got to pull this back? I don't think they can. I think it's out of the tube. I've been saying that. You've got to fix these things before you come up with the rules. You, you can't do those afterwards. All right. We'll see how this works. Um, we're going to give it a shot. I, I have no faith, but we'll try. I have faith in you, man. This is your phone. Let me tell him he's getting an email. Yeah, he's got the email. Tell him I've already started the Zoom. So let me see. I'll do this here real quick. See. If... This is not good. I'm trying to figure it out. Hold on. Oh, this good. is. Uh, there's so much going on right here. This is just not a, a great. This doesn't work. Let me see. There you go. What what am I doing? It just has got a. I see your screen now. Yeah, I know, but do you see us still? No, that's my problem. I don't. I don't know how to do this. This is this is not the way you do. <laughs> Hit the launch meeting. <laughs> you do see us on the bottom corner though, like in a Zoom meeting. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're good, dude. No, it's this is just shitty. We're still live though. I know. I don't know what I'm doing. That's my point. I, can, I don't even know how to get to the Zoom call right now. I'm working at it. You're all good, dude. He's not even in it. I, I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. This is just not – you don't do this live like this. It's just not how you do it. It's not, this doesn't work. It's totally my fault. I apologize to people, but it is what it is. Yeah, we're back up. Yeah. I apologize. I'm not good at this. I'm shitty at this, and it, it, it is what it is. And I think that knocked us all – no, we're good. I'm not throwing a computer. I'm just I'm not a very talented person technically and I, I'm I'm challenged and so at this point I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to fix it. So this is just me not being a very bright person. What do you want to do? I'm totally uh, serious. I don't I don't I don't think this is going to work. I'll just I'll call him and tell him we'll pick it up. We'll do it another time. Okay. I mean I, I can't like I can't even find the zoom now. If that makes any sense. Yeah, sorry. Don't worry about it. Wait, let me let's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's at least see if people can hear. Hold on. 
Cole, I really apologize for this. We're going to see if people can hear you at least uh, on the on the Zoom. So uh, we'll get you to just talk for a minute. Uh, first of all, welcome into the show. Thanks for for being with us. Hey, it's great to be, great to be with you. All right, let's see if anybody can hear. Can let us know if y'all can hear Cole at all uh, when he he just said, "Hey, it's great to be great to be with you." Can anybody hear him? We're on about a ten second delay, Cole. Yeah. Hello. Check one, two, three, four. Just think, Cole, people got on you guys for being, quote, unprofessional. This, <laughs> this, Cole, right here, this, this, this is unprofessional. This right here. Now, the question is, what will they make up about this that you didn't say? <laughs> no, they, all right, let me, let me, let me try this again. Let me try this again. Let's see, uh, let's see if I can, hold on. Let me, let me do one thing. I'm going to do this right here. Uh. We'll go here. We'll see. We'll see if this works. Yeah, it 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 doesn't. It doesn't work. Uh, hey, hey, Cole. We'll get this another time. I really apologize. We'll it's shitty on my part, and I apologize. But uh, wait, wait, hold on. You guys, oh, you, you guys, do, you guys do realize that this is going to be come across as me bailing out on this. Well, right? I've already, I've already said repeatedly that's not the case. I think they're acting like they can. They get, can hear you now. Hold we on. Ha- look at you. Look at you, Neil. McCray. On, I, I think I messed it back up. So let me figure out what I just did. <laughs> I love Neil. Can, I'm glad somebody does. I do, man. Don't, I, it's okay. I, I effing hate myself. It's right okay. Now, so I'm, I'm with you. Can anybody hear Cole? Let, let us know if you can hear Cole. Cole, count to five for me. War eagle fly down the field. Ever to, ever come, to conquer, never ever to yield. War eagle, fearless and true. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right. Let's see. They got it. Yeah, but they don't now. Um, I mean, I think the only way we can do it is on the screen sharing thing. All right, Cole, say War Eagle again, and we'll see if they can get you now. War we Eagle. <laughs> right, you're going to have to tell me whether they can hear it or not. Right, I'll I mean, tell I, you. Because I don't have any idea. I, all right. I'm, I'm having to share a screen and all that stuff, so all I have right. no idea what I'm doing. Cole, say a couple words real check quick. One, two, three. Check one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. McElroy and Cube Lake in the morning. <laughs> Cube Show podcast right, available they, now right, they got on it. Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Okay. They go got go it, right ahead there. and interview Cole. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let Neil go hit the crack pipe while I talk to Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Cole. Uh, so we got Cole Kublik, my friend, the co-host of McElroy and Cube in the morning on 94.5 WJOX in Birmingham. Also an ESPN and SEC network analyst and the host of the Cube Show podcast, Cole. How are we doing, my good friend? Hey, we're good. Doing well today. Just um, getting ready for the championship Saturday. Good weekend of football coming up. It's good. What's going on in Oxford? Anything good? <laughs> yeah. Everything, everything's salty. Everything's good. Hey, before we get off the rails here, I actually do have a serious question for you. Give me uh, talk to me a little bit. What do you think about what's your opinion as a Auburn homer? You know, so we have uh, got a comment today that we had three Auburn homers uh, on a, on a, all on the show together, and I thought that was funny because Neil is an Arkansas homer, an Auburn homer, and uh, only to the Ole Miss people he's not considered an Ole Miss homer, but everywhere else he is. So, uh, what is it your, better to be a is it better to be a homer for every school or for people to think you hate every school? Oh, that's a good question for Neil. Um, I think 
I don't know. I think fans, I don't know. It's hard to speak for people because everybody's different. I mean, I don't know. I they Based on some of the things floating on Twitter, Neil, it's not very hard to speak for people. So. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All right, what, what, All right, here's my question for you. I have a question because I'm curious for this, seriously. The night of the Ole Miss-Arkansas game when y'all were broadcasting that game, I'll speak for me, so I'll take a little pressure off you. I would have bet – I would have put the odds at somewhere between 90 and 100% that Lane Kiffin was the next coach at Auburn. Did you guys walk into that broadcast somewhat somewhat assuming that based on information that you had? I don't think there was an assumption that he would be. I just think that the people who we had spoken to collectively, the three of us, um, I think they all placed the percentages pretty high that he would leave and take the job. Um, so, and, and I don't think that there was a real intention of going in and spending a lot of time on it. I know in our production meeting there wasn't. Um, I know I, I had no interest in really spending a lot of time on it. We knew it was newsworthy and it, it had been going around. So once the game gets a little bit out of hand, you try to come up with things to discuss and talk about. And that, you know, that's where Tom wanted to go with it. So um, I think based on the folks we spoke to, they felt like it was pretty confident. And that's the information we had gathered. So um, I, I didn't go into it saying, oh, yeah, this is definitely going to happen. Or, no, this is not going to happen. Um, I was a little more concerned with football and, you know, talking to Lane before the game, he talked about what a great week of practice they had. I talked to, I remember talking to Jake Thornton and Nick Savage on the field. They both talked about how proud they were of the kids battling back, having a good week of practice after the Alabama game. That's a tough one to come back for. You spend two weeks of practice on somebody and then have that opportunity right in front of you to take it and you don't get it. You don't, I don't think that's a regular, you just come back on a Monday and all right, here we go again, start the next week. So, that's why I told people after that game, Neil, I said, you know, oh, do you think less of Lane or is this, has this hurt his reputation? God, no. I mean, that's a – you had two weeks going into the standard, you know, the standard bearer of the league for the last decade plus. You had four plays inside your 20 to beat him. You don't get it done. And you're on the road. It's 24 degrees. Like, I, I didn't look at anybody as – they put 700 yards of offense. So it's like they went over there and just completely got their ass kicked. I mean – Yes, the defense didn't play well. Um, penalties didn't go their way. Some turnovers didn't go their way early. But they still found a way to go over there and move the football. So it's not like they were completely ill-prepared or else you don't put up 700 yards. I mean, you don't put 700 yards on air if you're not prepared. So uh, I, don't, I don't think that we thought for sure that was going to happen. But the majority of the information we had was that it was likely. So when you have a game like that that gets out of hand, from a scoreboard standpoint, as quickly as it did. Second play of the third quarter, Sanders breaks off a 60-some-odd-yard run. It's 42-6. to six. Ole Miss on its next possession. If I recall correctly, it was Quinshawn Judkins. It may have been Zach Evans. I don't recall. Somebody fumbled. Arkansas recovered. They drove down. Uh, uh, my friend Carol, my daughter Caroline's friend Cam missed a, a field goal that would have made it 45-6. to six. At that point, I mean, from a – hey, is this game in doubt? The answer is no, this game is not in doubt. It's over. How difficult from a broadcasting standpoint is it to stay on on point in terms of talking about a game when the game's no longer a competitive game? How much did that lead to you guys getting into some of the speculation that you got into? That would be a little bit more of a question for Tom, but staying on a game is not difficult. It's just how many viewers are you going to keep if you stay on a game and you describe – why outside zone was correctly blocked for three-yard gain when it's a 42-6 to six game. I could sit – I mean, Tyler's sit there and tell you, 
I'll tell you about every damn block in the book and what the step was and what the hand placement, what the hat placement was like, why the back maybe made a wrong cut. I can tell you about pass pro. The kick set was too deep. They didn't get their hands up in time. If they got too deep, too wide, open their hips. We can talk about that all day. Nobody wants to hear that when you're down 42 to 6. You got to try to keep viewers. And listen, we decided to do the game in a little bit of a different way, all being on the field. We thought it was creative. We did it in the, in the old Miss Vanderbilt game the year before, where, interestingly enough, we got almost no complaints. Um, and, you know, it's something we wanted to try. Access has been a big point of contention for our company this year. Uh, when we did it last year, Lane was literally looking over, you know, telling us some coverages and things that they were doing. Obviously, they had a pretty big lead at the time. But, yeah, that's kind of why we wanted to try to do it, just give a different perspective, take, take viewers to the field. Uh, did we have a little bit too fun with it late in the game? Maybe. Once again, it was 42 to 6. Um, if you didn't like Jordan and I, you know, sitting in the, in the suite and, you know, Jordan eating popcorn, um, I'm not sure exactly what you wanted us to talk about at that point. Once again, if, if I can go give you full details as to why Rocket Sanders is going for 20, 30, 40, 50 yards on a carry, if that's interesting. I didn't feel like that was going to be super interesting to a lot of people. So, yeah, we had some fun with it. I understand. And if people didn't like the way we did the game, that's fine. I'm, I have no issue with that um, because it's not traditional and it was different. And a lot of people like what they expect to see. They want to see it done a certain way. It wasn't. All right, cool. I had no problem with that. Um, but as far as staying on the game, you can stay on the game. It's just, is that going to be interesting at that point in time? And uh, obviously Tom took it to a direction that, that he thought needed to be discussed. And that's why we went down that path. All right, Cole, I got to get your thoughts. What do, what do you think about my guy Hugh Freeze getting the job at Auburn? What's your opinion as, think, a, as a homer? I think Hugh Freeze, we will win games. <laughs> um, I, think, I think we made a good decision to bring in a guy that had coached in this league, and we have an understanding that there are some things done in the past. That past, I believe, was, was vetted um, deeply. And you know, we look at this as a situation where I think a lot of things are aligned for Hugh to be able to win some games at Auburn. I think also things are aligned for him to have real sustainability as the head coach, which that hasn't, let's be real, there hasn't been a lot of that at Auburn over time. Um, I think some of the people now, is the fan base aligned with it completely? No, definitely not. Um, is, is that alignment to the point that, even everybody in the building is in agreement with it? Maybe not. But I think the people who matter the most, uh, the people who look at it from the top down, you know, they probably see it as a situation where uh, this is who they wanted, they got what they wanted, and so the alignment from that perspective is, is in pretty good shape. Yeah, I've been asked, uh, as you know, probably a thousand times as well. I think the difference with this one that's been in the past is the people that are needed financially – around the place to be successful or is who wants him. So as long as he's got their support, he's going to win games. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So that's where the alignment comes from. And there, there are people that will tell you uh, they're writing articles about how the alignment's off and not there. But, I mean, to me, that's, that's the most important part of alignment when you're talking to I, I celebrated Auburn going outside the box last time. I celebrated Auburn finding someone different, um, not just doing what the good old boys wanted to do. And that blew up in our face. And, you know, that, that was – that wasn't – that didn't, didn't end up working well. So, you know what? Lean into it. Give them what they want. Uh, make sure they're, they're supporting the program the way that they need to to give them the best chance to win, and, and they can be happy with whatever comes with having your guy sitting in that office. All right. Speaking of giving them what they want and lean into it, I've always wanted to do this. Um, I've, I really have, and you are the perfect person for it. So, if Cole, if you will check your inbox uh, on your email, I have sent you okay. a list of mean tweets that you have received. Good. And if you don't mind reading those mean tweets to us. Try get, okay, always, I'll try to get this open. Let me see. Hold on. Just <laughs> stay quiet for one second. Let me see here if I can find this. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, I got it. We're good. Right, you got it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Can you just want me to read these? Yeah, I want you to read. I want you to out loud? Yeah, I want you to read them out loud. Oh. Or you want me to read them? I don't care if I read them. You get in trouble if you read them. It'd be funnier if you <laughs> I read don't think them. I'll no, I don't I don't think I'll I don't think I'll get in trouble. I just uh, All right, read, read the ones exactly read the ones that you want to read. Well, now that the email just went away. So I feel like Neil over here can well. get my technology in order. Just don't 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 have a sharp object near you right now. <laughs> if you feel like me, just stay away from anything anything sharp or or tall buildings. Did we delete it? Oh, I can resend it. 
You sent that in, in like, what is it, like a file? No, I just sent a straight email to you, Doss. Okay, we're looking. I'm I thought I just saw it, and then now it's gone. And oh, I'm look. I, I'm I'm I just okay. Sent, here we go. We're good. We're in. in. All, right. All right, here we go. Dwight Schrute. Uh, I'm sorry, North Miss five stars. Uh, Cole Kubik, Jordan Rogers, Tom Hart. I've never wanted to see three people fall down a flight of stairs more in my life. It's kind of mean. It's never happened to never happened to me. So, doubt that's going to happen. Never fallen um, down a flight of stairs. I've never fallen down a flight of stairs. Wow, no. that's a, that's pretty good. And, and if you if you knew me 15, 20 years ago, you'd be really impressed by that. Cole, don't um, worry, hey, Cole's talking shit. Cole's a good athlete now. I, I know I covered Cole when I he know, played man. football at Auburn. He was a good player. What Cole? How? What you're about six four? What do you What do you weigh right now? What are we weighing right now? What are we tipping him at? Well, we're you know it's into the season, so we we you know, we we built up the insulation a little bit. We're about two seventy, two seventy two right now. Usually walking around about two sixty two, two sixty four. Cold but, good uh, baseball player, good baseball player. That 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 into the football season depression kicks in, and you start eating pizza. Um, all right, Dwight shoot, Dwight Schrute tweets in, which I didn't know he was a fan of mine, but that's great because I actually watched the show. Congrats on whiffing on Lane and Freeze. Maybe you can get another national broadcast and suck AU's rooster instead of doing your job. Fuck you. Yeah. Dwight. Uh, let's see. How did you miss? Uh, how did you whiff on Lane and Freeze, though? Because you didn't whiff on both, right? You, and I love well, this. Well, actually, like, Neil, I, not, I know you find this very surprising, but I, I actually had no say in who was hired. So, yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I didn't even get a swing in. You, you know what's interesting about coaching searches, though, and you, 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 you're in media long enough to know this. It's the thing that people don't understand about. And if you think about it, like in personal lives, have you ever changed your mind on something? Have you ever flip flopped on something? Just no. in your personal life, you were going to move, and you decided nope. You were, you were like, yeah. I said about uh, twenty minutes ago, the decision to join this podcast. Yeah, was one that I immediately <laughs> began to regret. A great point. <laughs> Hey, point well taken. Right, here we go. Can't uh, argue. Brooklyn Dad underscore Defiant tweets in at Cole Kubelik. Suck at Jay Rogers expletive in the Auburn stands for me. Should be plenty of room. I don't know. I had the A and M game and it was it was packed. It was, it was full. Okay. Uh, or is it because there's there's more capacity? Is that what we're talking about? I don't well, know. Maybe. Not. maybe. Um, a William Billy Bob Jones tweets in at Benton Bentonia Air Bentonia Rebel Rebel Bentonia oh, Rebel. I'm yeah. sorry Bentonia Rebel yeah. sorry I'd beat at cold cubic ass with a rubber hose if given the opportunity I think that would take a long time <laughs> I mean even if you had the upper hand and you were you're winning the fight I just I don't know if that would give you like how much damage is that really doing? A rubber hose? It's, it's still like a poor choice of weapon. Yeah. But some obviously people, it's a movie quote. Some people may some people may want to enjoy it a little bit. And then uh, and then Rebs today at Rebs today tweets in picture of Crow on a plate. Um, at Cole Cubic, respond and apologize. We will do this until you decide to apologize. Huh. That's interesting. Everyone on the roster, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. 
So <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> hey, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Hey, you can tell people. Hold on, that's it. That's all we're. That, no, it's done? over. No, I'm just telling more? you. I'm just telling you that I appreciate you and your busy schedule hanging around and letting letting us figure out this uh, this stuff and getting this on here. This was great. Hey, uh, I know you're going to SEC championship game. Any chance at all that Georgia has a letdown like a year ago and LSU sneaks up on them, or are the Bulldogs a little well, more focused if this you're, time around? If you're talking about LSU, Neil, I think we have a chance to go potentially spread that defense out a little bit. Uh, LSU has done a nice job with four and five wide receiver sets. I'm sorry, we have done a nice job with four and five wide receiver sets this year. A lot of the quick throws from Jaden Daniels have led to explosive plays. Now, Georgia tackles well, so you think that probably won't be super effective. The offensive line has gotten better. Um, A&M's D-line caused a lot of problems with them last week, so you would think that they're not just going to be able to run right at that defense, but quarterback runs are something that I think adds an extra gap that you have to defend. They can go a little bit faster when they need to. That pace and tempo has gotten better throughout the course of the year. And I think defensively, we, meaning LSU, uh, have a chance to sort of stack up to the Georgia offensive line. Um, I think 99 and 92 inside have had a really good season. Uh, Ali Gay, B.J. Ozari off the edge can get it. And I think we have a guy in Harold Perkins that's almost like a Troy Palomalu-type player that can just line up all over the place, do a lot of different things. So I do think we can make that game competitive against Georgia on Saturday. I believe it'll be a little more competitive than people believe. I think 17 and a half is too much. Um, but I will say this about Georgia. Now that we're talking about Georgia, we, as in Georgia, uh, a lot of people have said that over the last few weeks that we have not looked good and we are not playing well on offense. But when I watch the tape of us, I actually think that what has been happening is just a very low-risk game plan has been put in place, and there haven't been a lot of throws down the field, haven't been a lot of high-risk plays. It's been pretty much just kind of handoff, ground and pound, quick ball distribution. If there's a shot play occasionally, maybe you take it. But we have just been very low-risk with our plan offensively the last couple of weeks, and that's why it appears as though things have slowed down. But we, it looks like we have our run game going. And we're really going right at people. And if that's the case, then I think we, referencing Georgia, are going to be very difficult to stop. Hey, I got a serious question to ask you. <clears throat> have you noticed, because I feel like I have, and maybe I'm just crazy here, and I just came into my head. Have you noticed that when Georgia seems offensively to, in the running game in particular, to be playing with people until they need it, and then they, when they need it, they start running downhill with six with McIntosh? That seems well, yeah, to be when they need when yeah, they need we, to my ass ass. We, we, as in my television crew, were on that Missouri game, which I think would be the first example of what you're talking about. And yes, Tyler, I've seen it a couple of times. And the Missouri game felt more like the adjustment to, okay, we're just going to go gap scheme and, and pound these guys out because Missouri's defensive line plays north and south. They're an attacking front. And they're good. They're, they're a talented group. I mean, you go look at the teams that play, they get almost everybody headaches every game this year. So I, I do think that there's a little bit of that, but also I think that there's been a good job of making adjustments as to how defensive lines are playing them, front sevens are playing them, and then those adjustments have had, allowed them to have some success. So um, I think both of those can probably be true, but yeah, they, they seem to have that switch that they can hit, and it's all of a sudden it, it goes from two or three yards of carry to seven or eight yards of carry. Is there one coach that's most fun to deal with on Friday when you guys are doing like production, pre-production stuff? Oh, it's absolutely Lane Kiffin. Not not even close. I mean, I, 
Outside. Hearing stories about Juice, eating, you know, chewing up hats that Cole Hauser gave him that are autographed, and you know, listening to stories about, you know, how he how he got Juice and fell in love with him, and you know, talking about his kids and how certain people bother him and don't bother him, and you know, Lane's the best man. I love love sitting down and visit. Lane is also the best interview because there's no other coach in any conference that I've ever covered that I can walk up to at halftime or after the game, and I literally just stick the microphone out. He's already talking to me when he gets – it's literally the best. Outside he just knows. Of, okay, outside like that, of you, you guys saw the – outside the A&M game, the one where Jordan Rogers and I both said that uh, Quinchon Judkins should be in the race for the Heisman Trophy, that one <laughs> that maybe some people saw. Yeah. Um, I, I walked up to him after the A&M game, and I, I put – I hold the microphone out, and he starts talking, and he stops himself. He's like, are, are we on? Because he, he realized he had just been talking. So that's one of the things I love about interviewing Lane. I don't know if he does that with other sideline reporters or analysts, but I, I, for me, I don't even have to think of a creative question, Outs- except for what Jimbo's going to dress up for Halloween. Other than that, it's <laughs> was- usually pretty easy. Outside of Kiffin, who's, your, who's, the, who's the one that's the most fun? Uh, see, the, the interesting part about how you asked that question, Neil, was you know the coaches' meetings, because – that's that's where we get some some of our best stuff, and that's where there's a lot of things that are discussed and said that don't really get out. Um, believe it or not, Marcus Satterfield, the offensive line co- uh, offensive coordinator at South Carolina, that's now going to Nebraska, yeah. he is fantastic. Love him. Brian Kelly actually blew me away, and maybe it's because I did not know what to expect. I had never met Brian Kelly. We had him week two, and he was so open, so honest, like straight to the point. There was no bullshit. Um, I was like, man, now I see why this dude's won 10 games five straight years. Like, he is he is the real deal. Sam Pittman's as real as it gets. He's he's obviously going to always be fun, always be entertaining. Um, but all these guys are great. Like, Josh Heupel's great. People will probably look at Josh and say, oh, well, he's probably just, you know, not interested in talking about anything. But he like, he gives us great stuff. We have a good relationship with Mark Stoops because uh, I think we've had him 37 times in the last two years. Um <laughs> So we, we basically live in that facility. We have our own rooms, but Mark's awesome. He gives us great stuff. You guys know Eli Drinkwitz, you know, dry wit and humor. He's always fun. So there's, there's a lot of them. But see, it, it, here's the part that's difficult. It changes based on what you're interested in talking about. So if I want to talk straight ball, like X's and O's, like I want to dive in, Nick Saban's the best because that's what he wants to talk about. And I feel like so many people go in there and start asking him about boat rides and start asking him about NIL and start asking him about when's he going to retire. That when you really dive into ball, like he just loves talking about it. He loves it. Um, whereas you, you know, you try to have a conversation with Mike Leach and if you talk football at all, you just, there's really no point in you even being there. But if you want to talk Dungeons and Dragons or Pirates of the Caribbean or, you know, the, the, the trees on Outer Banks, he'll go for, hundred minutes. So it all depends on what you want to talk about that day. So I would kind of counter that question with what subject matter would you most like to have? And then the coach that I would give you would depend on what you would like to hear about. That makes sense. And I, but for the record, I've heard <clears throat> several people that had never met Kelly before and had this preconceived notion of what he was like. And then they met him and dealt with him and they're like, Oh no, this guy's totally different than what they expected. A lot more, a lot more laid back down to earth, uh, real so much so likable he was they were up on southern pretty big towards the end of the game and he was over on the sideline just talking to me during the game he's like these guys are really calling a timeout down 35 
And I was like, well, my mic's on, but I mean, I'll turn it off now. So hopefully we don't catch that. But uh, no, I, I thought he was going to be a total jerk. And, you know, kind of like people when they watch a game and they think they hear somebody say something and then they run with it because their friends thought they heard them say it too. And they just think that guy's an asshole. So they're going to go say things on the internet over and over and over and over and over. Like, I kind of thought that way about Brian Kelly. And then I sat down with him and I was like, man, this dude's pretty cool. He knows ball. He's got a great philosophy. He's got great organization. Uh, I was a big fan of Brian Kelly after we covered him. <laughs> You're the best, guys. You know that? <laughs> You're the best. Hey, do you like uh, – all seriousness, one last question. Do you like – Hey, would you guys would you guys take right now Georgia or the field? <laughs> so, uh, Cole, think- let me give you a little background on this because I bet you didn't see this. Cole – was asked a question on a podcast. Okay. If he would take Georgia or the field. Okay. And he just basically said the field. I would say the field. Okay. But the same guy takes that and construes it for clicks to say, Cole Kublik picks the field versus Georgia. And so now he's getting toasted by Georgia fans. So he's got Georgia fans, Ole Miss fans, state fans. Well, it's like me. I'm going to have to pick Purdue in a minute because it's the only chance I have to catch you, and it's going to turn into I picked Purdue to beat Michigan, <laughs> which is going to be completely out of context. Obviously, I think Michigan's going to win the game, but if I have any chance at all of winning our stupid-ass competition, then of course I was going to lose because I lose. <laughs> of course I, was, I have to pick Purdue. It's a 600 money line. It's the only chance I have. He'd have to pick Purdue or LSU, and I don't think LSU can beat Georgia, so I might as well just give Purdue a shot in hell. Yeah. Well, I actually think LSU's got a better chance of beating Georgia than Purdue does Michigan. Well, then <laughs> I, might, I might take both money lines. <laughs> That's your wager. Hey, how do you, do you have last? Hey, do you have your bowl game assignments yet? Um, I have one. We'll, we'll, we will get more, but we only have one so far. All right. Can it, you? There's, it's, there's not an SEC tie, so. Can you uh, can Twitter? You, Twitter can rest easy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you? Uh, finag- be okay. Can you finagle your way out to Boise, Idaho, for the famous Idaho Potato Bowl? I would love to cover that game. I've actually done one game there before. Um, because the loser. Is there any particular reason there you'd is, like me to be there? Because I will be there with Neil, and we're going to be doing live shows. The loser uh, of, by choice. The or? loser. So the loser of our competition, which is picking against the spread all season has to go to Boise, Idaho and wear and go shirtless. It's not shirtless. <laughs> I just oh. did that to get you st- it's not I just sh- got I just said that to get you stirred up. I shouldn't pick on you right now. You're sensitive right now. You're you're on the edge. I'm, I'm having a day. You're it's on edge. Not, I shouldn't have said that. I can't wear a hoodie, a sweatshirt or a jacket of any sort. He has to go wear a short sleeve shirt to Boise, Idaho, no jacket. All I right. can wear a short sleeve shirt right. over a long no, sleeve no shirt. No jacket. And we're protesting the ethical treatment of potatoes at that game. The loser has to do that. <laughs> that is fantastic. I so, love it. So see if you can get see if you can get that uh, bowl game. I don't think I'm going to be on that one, but um, <laughs> I will be on one in Texas. I can tell you that. Hey, will you see if you can get the Las Vegas Bowl if Ole Miss goes to the Las Vegas Bowl for me? Uh, yeah, that one is uh, spoken for, so I, I don't think I'll be in the mix <laughs> for that one. All right. <laughs> Well, brother, I, you know, I appreciate the hell out of you, um, and uh, I appreciate you having fun today. apologize for our uh, our technical issues. Yeah, when you watched Arkansas Ole Miss on the SEC Network three weeks ago, yeah. did you hear me reference we in terms of discussing Auburn? 
Uh, I was at the game, Cole, so I didn't hear it. Um, I was Tyler. When you watch, oh, hold on, hold on. Let me Arkansas finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. This is very important. <laughs> I w- every time Arkansas scored, I was calling the Hogs in the press box, and so it was just I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I just kept doing my hands and woo pig and all that, and it was just it was kind of it was loud. It echoed in the in the press box, and and that uh, is really weird behavior for a Purdue fan, by the way. I know, I know, it is. It, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and Auburn Homer. And the one, the one Arkansas player that I know, he missed the kick. I mean, he missed the kick. So the one time that I was really going to go crazy celebrating, Cam the kicker missed. The How kick. many people do you guys have on here right now? Seven thousand two hundred sixty-one something. Two sixty-one. I'll offer this. I'll offer this challenge out right now, and you can access this game at ESPN Plus or the Watch ESPN app. Um, I believe it's about 6.30 left in the fourth quarter. If you'd like to go back and view it. If you can find a clip of me referencing Auburn as we in said game, not we as in members of the media, clip it, tweet me, tag me, I'll retweet it. If you can find me referencing a single Ole Miss player that I believe would transfer for any reason by name, Clip it, tag me, tweet it to me, and I'll retweet it. That's and I offer fair. that challenge for one reason and one reason only. You ain't fucking finding it. <laughs> it's more than fair. Hey, I love it. I All love right, it. Cole. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, man. Appreciate have a good you. one. All right, now let me see if I can find the Zoom so that <laughs> I can go, end the call. Are you uh, going to try to figure out how to get us out of the pink screen over here? Yep. I'm going to try. I think I can do that. Let's see. Hold on. I know. I think I know how to do that. I can do that right. Dead cord. I wish Cole was on here. Grind has the greatest line of all time. He says, jokes on the Ole Miss fans. Now they have to go back and rewatch the Arkansas game. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they're going to do it. Somebody's going to do it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, Somebody's right. going to do it. We're back. I see it. I think we're back. Yep. I got it. Oh, we made it, dude. Good job, Neil. Well, I just, I don't I don't really understand what happened, but it, it I'm trying to figure it I, out. Nobody, now I'm trying to get out of the Zoom call so I can. It's a scoreboard business, Here Neil. We go. You, got the, the you got the interview done. Stop the Zoom. Okay, good. I never recorded, so I can just kill that. A lot of people complaining about my shirt today in the chat. What's wrong with your shirt? I don't know. I just got back from Auburn. I didn't have time to change. Oh, did you go interview for the job? Yeah, I went to interview today. Did you get it? Uh, I do not anticipate. I anticipate being the host of McCready and Siski uh, in the year 2023. Do you anticipate still being the host of McCready and Siski if you have an offer from Auburn? Yes, I do. Okay. I'm joking, by the way. I did not go to Auburn just so somebody starts tweeting that shit. I can absolutely get Barney on. Uh, Barney's Barney's good people. Yeah, Barney's I think, I think Barney would do it. He, his, his show cause ends it's in a few months. Let's, let's let that pass. <laughs> yeah. I think his attorney would, would request, and I know his attorney well, too. His attorney would request that I wait until the show cause has expired. Yeah. Barney's a stud. Right. Literally, literally one of the best people in all of coaching. Without question. He's one of the best hearted human beings I've ever been around. Would you life. have fallen on the sword like he did? Would I personally? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Okay, never mind. It's, hey, it's not worth hey. it's not worth the trouble. I have an attorney too. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason you never saw your boy's name across the bottom of a ticker there, Neil. All right, here we go. We got to get rolling. I'm going to forewarn you that the audio file on this show <laughs> is going to be an absolute circus act. That's okay. It's all there. I just it's bizarre. Neil, do you know what time it is? Oh uh, yeah, top of the road to Boise and all that. This stuff. is this is really important because this is the last, the last game picks of the year for the road to Boise. It's gonna have one of us shirtless in Boise, Idaho. You you don't number one, you don't want me shirtless. And in fact, I think they'd kick me. Out. Maybe that's the path. They'd kick me out of the game, and I could go back to a hotel and get warm. They're not gonna I bet let they me. They wouldn't kick you. They're out. not gonna let me walk around without a shirt, and I'm not going to walk around without a shirt. I'm just. I'm just not. What if we threw some monetary incentive in there? You like money that much. I like money a lot. How much money would it? I ask a question. How much money? If you lose, if you lose, how much money would it take for you to go shirtless at the game? In all seriousness, what are the odds that you'd get pretty sick doing that? Dude, that's a that's an old wives' tale. A hundred percent. I mean, if not, people would be dying in, in Alaska every year because they're cold. Yeah, I mean, I, it would take it would take five figures. Five? Yeah, it would take five figures to go shirtless. Where I know they're going to put me on TV and stuff. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> five figures. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you'd said four, I'd make it work something out. But five? I wouldn't do it for a thousand dollars. For a thousand dollars, you would not go shirtless for three hours. No, absolutely not. In front of all those people, knowing it's going to get put you on got, television. You're too rich, man. You got too much money. If I told my wife that somebody offered me $1,000 to go shirtless for three hours on national TV and I didn't take it, she'd kick my ass. Yeah, you would never live the pictures down. Well, dude, you think I'm worried about that shit? Well, I'm not worried about it. I'm just saying I'm not going to do it. I mean, I, I've been trolled for 20 years. <laughs> I mean, I don't no, give a shit. I'm not going shirtless in Boise. Okay. No. All right. Well, it's time, Neil. Well, the road to Boise, going into the last 11 picks, you were down 13.24 units. All so, right. like, literally, give me a mathematical equation where I come back and win. All right, you could hit your money line, which I know you're picking one of the two that's, like, plus 500 or something, right? There, but one's plus 600, one's plus, like, 620. Okay, so that's six units right there. That's plus six units right there. So then you would have to get another seven-unit advantage over me and my record so let's say you went seven and four and i went no you went eight and three and i went four and seven you win yeah okay there's there's a way there's a will there's a way all right we're gonna start this bad boy off in the national football league i will go first okay and neil i am starting off tonight thursday night football amazon Prime, the Buffalo Bills are traveling to New England. Big, big AFC East game going on in New England. New England's kind of figured it out. The Bills are favored by three and a half. And guess Is that what? all? That's it. And guess what, Neil? That's not enough. It's not enough. Josh Allen getting a little healthy. The Bills getting healthy in general. The New England's going to struggle a little bit, I think, on offense. Uh, they're a little banged up. I like the Bills big in this game. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills minus three and a half. All right, that's a win. Um, I'll go to Sunday. I got uh, Vikings, Jets. 
Is this one of the ones you had also? It is. So I need to pick something different. Um, just weren't many NFL games that I liked that much. Uh, I'll go with one of my – you didn't have Falcons, right? Mm-mm. I'll keep looking for a minute. I, I, I'm going to take the Falcons at home against Pittsburgh. Atlanta just laying one point. I'll take Atlanta. I'll lay a point. They've actually been pretty good at home. Uh, the uh, I mean, the Steelers starting to – like, they're, if they can – if the Steelers can figure out how to win this game. Well, I just gave Pittsburgh a damn win. So, I mean, obviously Pittsburgh's going to win the game. <laughs> hey, they're they're – Slowly putting it together. I a like bit. Pickett. Pickett's got a couple of nice weapons. He's a good quarterback. I mean, I don't know, he's man. A, he's trying to figure it out. He's a good playing better ball. They are. He's he's a good quarterback. All right. Uh, one of my favorite games of the week. Uh, the America's Sweethearts, the Detroit Lions, are at home. They are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, and people were all over Detroit early in the year, and they were feeling a little disappointed. But what people don't realize is Detroit is quietly putting together a good run. Well, they won like four in a row. They lose to Buffalo off a last-second field goal at home last week. They're hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are favored by one. I'm taking the Detroit Lions at home plus one against the Jags. Responding to Mike, who was calling me a vag, was explaining to him that that doesn't make me a vag. Just makes me not want to advertise to the world what I look like without a shirt on. Um, <laughs> I mean, damn shit. Has nothing to do with your man card and all that shit. People, people, fucking crazy. Uh, all right, um, they really are. It's just bizarre with the the false, false uh, bravado shit. Have I ever told you how much? Those are the sa- same dude. No offense, Mike. You would <laughs> never, ever, ever say anything like that to me in person. You wouldn't. Not that it would be like a fight or something, but you just wouldn't do that. You wouldn't. You you wouldn't do the whole man card thing unless you're one of those guys that's like still hanging out in the in the in the basement, going, "I still really love Dash Rip Rock. They're awesome." Hey, before you get too off off the beat, okay? You still listening to the Counting Crows? <laughs> You do realize what his screen name is, right? I get it. It's still, it's the whole juvenile. It's unbelievable. Go ahead. Is it my turn to pick? <laughs> I told you, I, I've picked two. How many have you picked? I picked one. Right, I think. Go ahead. Um, you know, I'm going to lose. I might as well lose cheering for my team. Give me the Bengals plus a point and a half at home against the Chiefs. They've won the last two times they played them. Hey. Burrow's getting better. Jamar Chase is coming back. Uh, they've found ways to win with other guys. They've sort of diversified an already diverse uh, offense. Kansas City's do a loss. And uh, Bengals smell a little something. I love you, and I don't want you to say that, that I treated you unfairly. I'm going to give you a half a point because I got it at minus two. So it's All right, we'll give enough. you Cincinnati plus two. So I don't want you to say I, didn't, I don't love you. And there's nothing wrong with Mr. Jones, but it's like their only good song. I mean, they're – so much of I saw them in concert in Birmingham. They were very underwhelming. Who? Counting Crows. Years ago. I can't believe you're talk, you're talking blasphemy like that. They're not that good. Neil, I just have to. They're not. I saw them at Oak Mountain. I saw them at Oak Mountain too. We were might, we there at the same time? Probably at the same time. Late nineties. Yeah, like ninety eight, something like that. Ninety seven, somewhere there. We were both there. They were fine. That's un American. They're great. No, they're great. They're not. Yes, they are. They're not great. They got many hits. I don't. <laughs> I know. They've like, what it? 
They have uh, two, I think, right? They have the obvious one, and then they have um, – golly, I had it in my head just a second ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> your point. <laughs> to your point, Neil. All right. The Minnesota Vikings are at home. They're playing the New York Jets. The Jets are feeling a little bit uh, cocky right now because yep. they've won some games. They benched their rookie sensation franchise. They're playing dudes that nobody knows their name. Guess what, Neil? They're fixing to get humbled this weekend in Minnesota. Minnesota minus yeah. three. I'm taking that all day long. They're not going to be able – like, it's one thing to do it one week. You can't do that stuff in the NFL. I Minnesota had, Vikings minus three. I had that one, too. That was going to be one I was going to go with. But there's no point in me doubling up and just handing a game. So I might as well try. Um, I, I'm, I'm still looking. I, I, the Browns and Texans play in Houston. Deshaun Watson's making his debut. I'm going to gamble that he's a little rusty. On the other side, the Texans can't score against anyone. <laughs> like, anyone. So, I'm going to take the under 47 on that. Oh. I'm going to go under and gamble that Texans are 10 points, 13 points, and that the Browns are a little rusty on offense and stay in the 20s, and that the under 47 hits. Yeah, old Carweezy. Round here. I don't remember the rest of the words of the song. That's how he sings. Do you know how big of a shit show this Cleveland Browns and Houston Texans game is going to be, by the way, with Deshaun Watson starting in Houston for his first game back in the NFL? I've kind of been waiting on this week. What are you doing over there? I got it. I've got an email from someone at Purdue. Go ahead. Oh, they're excited that you're picking them? <laughs> it's... Uh... I don't know, man. This is going to be uh, must-see TV. Going to be a complete shit show if you're interested in watching an NFL game because it's going to be uh, not about the football game. So, all right, my fourth game, Neil. The Miami Dolphins are play, are going to San Francisco in what could be a really, 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 really good game. I think it's going to be the game of the week. The Miami Dolphins are healthy. I got the Miami Dolphins plus four points on the road at San Francisco. I'm I'm feeling the uh, Mike McDaniel train, the Tua train. Yeah, I, I think they're really good. They got Jeff Wilson making his return trip to San Francisco. As long as they, as long as they can control Bosa, I think they're going to get after him. I like the Dolphins plus four at San Francisco. All right, this was going to be one that I was thinking about. So here's an opportunity for me here. This is a swing for the fences. I will turn around and I will take the Niners and lay the four. Okay. I will take the Niners and lay the four at home. Go with my guy, Jimmy G. They've been pretty good at home. Starting to play pretty well. This is a really good game, actually. I mean, if you're looking for two good football games, uh, Dolphins, Niners, Bengals, Chiefs ought to take care of things for you. Those ought to be two pretty good NFL football games. I'll I'll roll the dice here. I'll go Niners plus the four. You wanting to do that or are you playing the game? Playing the game. I got you. All right, my last game. Actually, I think the the smarter bet is is Dolphins, but – if you told me the Niners won by five points, I'm not shocked. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, if someone's came down and said it's 28-23 Niners at, at final, you're like, oh, yeah, I see it. I see how that happened. Yeah. I like the uh, I like four points as the underdog. If it's a touchdown late, can move it. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's, uh, I don't know, if you're winning like 17-7 or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Late in the game, you can get a trash touchdown. All right. <clears throat> Neil, my last pick. This should be no surprise to anybody who listens to this show. 
it has done very well for me. And it's probably I owe this strategy to the reason that I have a 13-point lead going into last weekend. The Indianapolis Colts are going to the Dallas Cowboys. And you know what, Neil? The Dallas Cowboys are favored by 10.5, so you know what that means. I'm taking the under at 44.5. Yep. Um, and that's liable to hit because the Colts can't score. It's, I mean, it's, it's worked every week. Can you imagine Ryan against that defensive line? I mean, I thought about Cowboys minus the 11 or yeah. 10 and a half, whatever it is. Yeah, so I'm taking the under in the Cowboys and Colts at 44 and a half. All right. I've got uh, Chargers Raiders face off in Vegas. The Chargers getting healthy on offense. Herbert playing well, getting some guys back. The Raiders, for as bad as they are, score points. Give me the over, over 50 and a half in uh, Vegas and the uh, Chargers. Who do you like to win that game? Chargers, close. I think it's back and forth. Got a chance to be kind of explosive, which is another reason I think there's a lot of points. I'm interested in this one. I think if the Raiders can win this one, they, uh, they may have found something. Because they, they start after they had that big yeah. fallout, you know, yeah. they've seen me playing. They're, they're playing better. better. I think they're going to score points. Yeah. So it could happen. I mean, if you tell me, the, it's, again, it's one of those that if the – Football gods came down and said, nope, the Raiders won. I'm like, I'm not even a little surprised. Yeah, it's down to a pick em. All right, Neil, it's time for our college pet, uh, bets, which there's actually less college games this week than there are NFL games. So I'll start this bad boy off. Pac-12 championship game. The Utah Utes are hosting the USC, or not hosting, they're, them and USC are playing for the title in Vegas, matter of fact. Speaking of Vegas. Yeah. USC is favored by two and a half points. Utah went in, uh, Utah hosted USC about a month ago and beat them in a two-point conversion. Yep. But guess what, Neil? Not enough this time. It's not enough this time, boss. I think USC kind of makes a point. They're playing well. Everything's on the line. I mean, they know it. Uh, Caleb Williams is a dude. A dude's dude. Undoubtedly the Heisman Trophy winner. Hand it to him. On a silver platter, USC minus two and a half against Utah. I like that one. I agree with you. Um, you did not have Toledo, correct? I uh, do not. Okay. I love this game in the MAC. Um, Ohio had a good season, but they're without their quarterback. Toledo's had a good season. They're not as quarterback dependent, and they have their quarterback. Jason Candle's done a really nice job in Toledo over the years. Uh, I thought at one point he would be a guy that would move up. But it appears pretty set, uh, settled in Toledo. Give me the Rockets in the MAC championship game in Detroit, minus two. Neil, you know what? Hmm. Oh. What you got? I skipped it. I was going to pick that game. One, two, three. I am going to pick that game. Ohio versus Toledo. Oh, you're going to take the Bobcats. Bobcats are without their quarterback, Yep. but they are undefeated in the MAC. Yep. Toledo allegedly is getting their quarterback. I can tell you about Toledo's quarterback. He has broken his hand and had surgery, and he's going to try to play. The actual play here is probably the under. Ohio is a better football team. I've actually watched the MAC this week, this year. Yep. Uh, Toledo has struggled. They've lost two in a row. Um, yep. I'm taking Ohio plus a point and a half. Okay. All right. So we'll make that one fun. Okay. Uh, since we're going to Boise, do you have Boise? I do. Okay, I'll skip that one. Uh, all right, you have Kansas State TCU? 
I do, but it's not what you have. Okay. Kansas State, TCU, in Dallas, Arlington, whatever the case. In the Big 12 title game, K-State's getting two and a half points. I don't think you need to give them any points. I think they're winning straight up. I think they spoil TCU's perfect season and put the committee in a weird spot come Sunday. Give me Kansas State plus two and a half against the Frogs. Neil, I also have this game, okay, but it's not what you have. I'm in 100% agreement with you. I think Kansas State curb stomps TCU. I don't even think this is a close game. It is my money line of the week. Kansas State plus 118. Um, I bet on this game the last time they played. Kansas State was up 28 to 10, and then TCU comes back and wins at the end. Kansas State will not make that mistake again. It's hard to beat somebody twice. Oh, by the way, it's on a neutral site, and they're more physical. I'm taking Kansas – there's too much pressure on TCU. I'm taking Kansas State to blow the doors off of TCU. If that happens, what happens to the committee? Ohio State's going to get in. That's what I think, too. What if they lose a close game? What if it's – If they what, lose – What if it's – What if it's seriously, what if it's K-State by three or less? If they lose, you got Ohio – USC's going to get in, right? So we're saying they're in. You have a one-loss Ohio State non-conference champion versus a one-loss TCU non-conference champion. They're putting the name brand in, and they're getting Georgia versus Ohio State. That's what they're going to do. I think I agree with you. I mean, for money. Yeah. You have Troy. I do, but not what you have. Oh, I'm almost scared now. All right, I'll go with my other one. I know you no, don't I don't have a – I don't. I got the over-under. Oh, okay. Uh, Buffalo and Akron, they're making up a game that got blizzarded out. <laughs> yeah. On uh, this game's on Friday. It is. Uh, Buffalo is an eleven-point favorite. Akron is kind of throwing it in. They're, they're done. I'm going to take Buffalo. I'm going to lay the eleven. Buffalo trying to get to bowl eligibility, where they might squeeze into a bowl. Uh, I'll take the uh, what are they? The Buffalo Bulls. Bulls. I'll take the Bulls minus the eleven. Because yep. what the hell? I don't disagree with you on that one. All right, the coast, the Coastal Carolina. Um, is it Chanticleers? Chanticleers. Yes. Are going to take on the Sunbelt Coach of the Year, John Summerall, got announced today, and the Troy Trojans. My guys. Yep. At home, at the vet, Saturday, 2 30, ESPN. Troy is eight and a half point favorites. That's not where I'm going. I'm taking the under at 48 points in that game. Um, McCall is out. Grayson McCall is out for uh, Coastal. Yep. He did not play last week. They scored seven points. They run a – even though it's a, a spread offense, it's triple option based. Same rules that you have to stop them on defense. Troy just played Army to a nine – and only allowed nine points. So they don't have to go back and game plan a whole lot. They're going to be able to use the same principles that they were using against Army. They held them to nine points. It's at home. And Troy's offense, although they did score like 30 points in the fourth quarter last week, uh, they're not exactly explosive. I'm taking the under at 48. I think that's free money. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm scrambling now because we had we had some carryover picks, and there's no point in me picking. I mean, if I'm smart, I just go against you on some games and see if I can strike gold. That's... Well, I almost was going to just let you me pick them all, and you just go straight against me if you wanted to. Because it's not the worst play in the world here, I'll do it. Uh, I don't believe in it, but 
strategically it makes sense. I'll take Utah plus the three. Okay. Two and a half. Two and a half. I, had, I was looking at it's that. It's big half points. It is. I'll take Utah <laughs> plus two and a half. I mean, it makes sense. If I get it right, I pick up. It's a swing. It's a swing. All right. Right? I mean, that's the, if, if you're. It's a two-unit swing. If you're playing to try to catch up, that's a smart play. Yeah, 100%. All right, Fresno is going. This is my fifth pick. Fresno is going to Boise mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, Mountain West Championship game. Yep. Uh, it's at Boise. They've already played at Boise about uh, six weeks ago. And they got smoked. For some reason, Boise's only a three-point favorite. I mean, I'm not fired up about Fresno going up there in the cold in Boise. You know, they're not going to have long sleeves on, Neil. They're going to be cold. Yep. I mean, you're going to see the the effects of cold weather with the people that don't wear jackets in Boise this weekend on the blue turf. You're going to see it up, up close and personal. Boise, Broncos, minus three against Fresno. It's a good pick. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because why not? They do have a good quarterback at Fresno. Maybe he'll play well. He didn't play well the last time they played. No, I know he didn't. Maybe and he did play. Maybe he'll play well this time. We'll see. You can tell my heart's completely not in this. <laughs> you look very <laughs> uh, give me. I'll, I'll take Fresno plus the three. I was gonna take Troy minus eight and a half. It's a big number. Uh, but they cover it. You think they cover it? I do. How many times have I gone against you here? Like four so far today? I don't know. Yeah, okay, never mind. I'm going to take Troy minus the eight and a half. That's a good pick. John's going to – they're going to roll. His team's fired up. First time they've ever ho- – I mean, the first time ever hosting a championship game. And Coastal's without their quarterback. I know they've played okay without him, but this is going to be a different deal. But they haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take Troy minus eight and a half. So, it's money line times. you already done your money line, right? I've already done my money line, but I got one more pick because okay. I did it earlier. All right, I've been going back and forth on my last two. Okay. Um, I'm debating between LSU plus 17 and a half and uh, the Central Florida Tulane game. Um, what UCF Tulane game has a chance to be the best game of the day? It really doesn't, though. Okay. Why? Because I know some things. Oh. <laughs> um, Someone's hurt. I know some things. Are they both quick, you clients? No, but one of them is. I know UCF is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take my last pick. I'm taking two lane minus four points at home versus Central Florida. Oh, okay. Don't tell anybody. I won't tell a soul. Uh, it's my money line time. I mean, this is the swing for the fences, hope for the best. The, the chance on this is just not good. Purdue sometimes can produce some offense. Um, <laughs> Michigan sometimes. Are you going to try to talk yourself into this? No. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait till Cole puts this out on TikTok and see all the Michigan fans all right, go after you again. Michigan, <laughs> listen, I picked against you last week and I was wrong. I'm sorry. It was bad. You kicked Ohio State's ass. You looked elite. I'm losing this thing really badly, and I got to swing for some fence. And I don't trust LSU at all. I guess LSU's the smarter play. I'm trying to think through this for a minute. Like LSU's a weird ass team. <laughs> LSU scored a whole bunch of points against Ole Miss, but so did most everybody down the stretch. No offense, Ole Miss, but defense was kind of shaky. Um, 
LSU beat Alabama. They did. They did. They beat Alabama. But then they went dormant offensively at Arkansas. And you can go, it was cold. So what? And they got busted across the mouth by Texas A&M. And that was the scary part. And like, Purdue's no world beaters here. And if Purdue and LSU play, who wins if Purdue plays LSU on a neutral field? LSU. Who wins if Georgia plays Michigan on a neutral field? We're going to find out (laughs) in about a month. Yeah. It's going to be a good game. That's who's going to play each other, by the way. Michigan, Georgia. I I would damn near bet you anything you want to bet. All right. You know what? Oh, we're getting game balls out? Yep. It's the only thing I have from my maternal grandfather. It's the only gift I have. He died when I was like four years old. It's the only thing I remember. I do remember going to his house in Farmerville, Louisiana. Been there. And he gave me this ball. I've kept it my whole life. So it's going to be my lucky football. <laughs> I mean, I'll take, I'll take the LSU money line, which is, <laughs> what is it? Plus sixty thousand. The LSU money line is plus six fifty. Go Tigers! I just want to say that's that's kind of. I mean, you're bringing out, you're pulling out all the stops. You're bringing out your grandfather's ball that he gave you. I mean, you're bringing out sentimental value to try to win the competition. I call bullshit on that, by the way. That's just because I now I want. You don't think I'm an LSU fan? Then I want to just now you're an LSU homer, an Arkansas homer, an Auburn homer. And you're, Tigers. and you're an Ole Miss homer to everyone but Ole Miss fans. Go Tigers. I mean, what's Burt next? Jones. Burt Jones was the Ruston rifle. I grew up in Ruston. Used to see Burt Jones at the swimming pool, and it was like seeing a god. The only thing we don't have to worry about you is being called an Alabama homer. I think that's the only thing. We're I grew up an Alabama <laughs> fan. Both of my parents have degrees from Alabama. Did you know that? I did. Grew up a big Alabama fan. They they would not agree with it that. It was the reason I didn't go to LSU is because I grew up cheering for Alabama. People from Mobile, Alabama would not agree with that statement. I know they wouldn't. <laughs> I did my job. <laughs> I was a professional. And also, in the six years that I covered Auburn as a beat writer, Auburn went 6-0 and against Alabama. Now, I mean, what are the odds? Bottegata. Yeah. War Eagle. <laughs> hey. <laughs> How bad would that have been if there was Twitter around when that happened? The column? Yeah. Oh, bad. I mean, <laughs> I guess they I like he said, oh, bad. Bad. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> All the DVNSP stuff. Yeah, it would have been, been interesting. <laughs> they would have taken some heat for that. And WNSP would have gotten killed that Saturday when ULM beat Alabama. Slaughtered. They would have been just mauled. I mean, my God. Can you imagine? No. Uh-uh. I said the game was losable. That's all I said. It turns out it was losable. <laughs> Quite losable. Still on the record books, right? Hey, 21 to 14. It's a scoreboard business. You can't erase the scoreboard now. 21 to 14. I got the, it's the only time I've ever given back to an alma mater. I gave, I, paid, I think it was $20 or $25 to the Alumni Association. And as a gift for joining, I got the T-shirt. And I only joined for the T-shirt. And I wore that T-shirt everywhere. You just wore it out. I, every time, I, if we needed to go to the grocery store, I'd be like, "Laura, I got it, I got it, I got it." She said, "Where are you going to change shirts?" I'd walk the aisles. Oh, it was at Brookshire's or somewhere down there. Just 
up and down. Uh, Publix, whatever it was, up and down, up and down. ULM 21, Bama 14. My little maroon T-shirt. It was maroon? It was kind of a that dark red maroon color that ULM has. I got you. Well, Neil, we've had a lot of fun today. You know, this, this color right here, right there. Can you put that helmet on? Does it fit? Uh, no, it does not fit. And it's oh, you got one of those. It's a showpiece. Yeah. I wonder if we can get you. And you know what we can get now? I bet we can get us an Auburn helmet up in here. What do you think? Oh, I have reason to believe we could get an Auburn helmet in here and get it signed. I guarantee you and get your Auburn helmet in here. I feel quite sure we could get an Auburn helmet and have it signed by one Hugh Freeze. I don't we, think that'd be a problem. We can get it. I know a guy I can call. You know a guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grind says, come back. I don't know, Grind. <laughs> it might be a minute before I go back to Auburn. <laughs> yeah. No. It's been a week. It, hey, we're going doing a live show next October. Let's not announce it. Oh, let's announce it. Let's do it. We'll do it live from Freeze's office. How about that? Ooh. Might have to go to lunch before that, but <laughs> try to get it done. I mean, that way, if they lose, he can blame it on me. He wouldn't do that. Oh, he's done it before. He wouldn't do it. He's good. <laughs> he's right. good. Hey, uh, we've been brought to you also by Walk-Ons. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into the mouthwatering, made from scratch, Louisiana cuisine. Po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Let Walk-Ons take care of your tailgating needs this season. Inquire about their family and friends bundles, their tailgate platters. Order online at walkons.com or on their convenient Walk-Ons app. Visit them in Oxford or Ridgeland. And don't forget, we've been brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Any parting thoughts? Or are you good? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for – I appreciate you for your technical savviness oh, of getting it, getting it loaded up. So thanks, to everybody, for being in the stream. Go Tigers. Have a good weekend. War Eagle, fly down the field. Talk to you soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.